We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here at Fenway Park, we've already had a couple of uh, terrific guests so far. Maggie was a delight a few moments ago. Uh, these two next, these next two ladies who join us are, are so important, and uh, Brock Holt's going to join us at some point during this as well. Uh, Don LeClaire is with us uh, from East Freetown, and uh, Krista Cardini, uh, nurse at the Jimmy Fund Clinic, Dana-Farber, uh, and even as we speak, uh, the Jimmy Fund captain for the Boston Red Sox. Brock Holt uh, steps into the studio as well. Hi, Brock. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Good. We're just introducing Don and Krista and... Uh, Don is the mom of Maddie, and uh, Maddie LeClaire uh, passed away this past May at the age of 15 after being treated for two and a half years for osteosarcoma. Uh, Lisa Sherber was on here earlier today, and she talked about the, the Pan Mass Challenge and you meeting her in Lakeville so that you could give her a glass of water or something, but it was important for you to be there for them as they rode through this year. It was. Um, it was an honor to really see everyone riding uh, for the kids and uh, seeing them come in there was so many riders it was overwhelming and as I got to see some of the riders pull into Aponiquit is where Maddie actually was doing her tutoring um, it's the town high school and uh, they were wearing ribbons with Maddie's name and it just really was so touching it's amazing I uh, wouldn't miss it could you could you tell us uh, how uh, Brock and Maddie uh, developed a friendship. Sure. And Brock, you can feel free to, to fill in the gaps. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm going to take take a time out. I got to give her a hug real fast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you can take your time out, and, uh, and, and we'll fill the uh, we'll fill the, the moments here. When the uh, Pan Mass Challenge stopped, as as uh, Don was saying, the, the stop was at the high school. It was. Where Maddie went to school. And, and actually, Lisa said, you said to them, this is where Maddie went to school. And you kind of pointed over your shoulder. And they didn't, I don't think, realize at first where it was they were stopping. Yeah, it was, it was bittersweet. It's the high school. I live about four miles from there. And um, it was just amazing that that was where the water stop was. And um, Lisa jumped off her bike. She saw me first. And she jumped off her bike and gave me the biggest hug. And I think we both had so many tears. Um, I don't even know how she was holding her bike up, um, but it was so good to see her. And not only did I see her, but I saw Dr. Ali O'Neill, who was her um, oncologist, and um, another doctor, Dr. Brian Crompton, also rode. And they give so much. So the least I could do was show up. All right, let's go back to the story. We, 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 had, we had to take a time out. It was, it was an allowed time out here. Brock, let's start with you. How did you get to know Maddie? How did you guys develop your friendship? I think the first time I met her, she asked for my phone number. That's <laughs> what, what it was. Um, yeah, I've been fortunate to, to be a part of the Jimmy Fund um, since I've since I've come over here to the Red Sox, and um, I've got to meet a lot of special special kids, special families, special people, um, and none more so than Maddie. Um, 
I think from the first time I saw her, we just kind of kind of hit it off. Um, you know, she 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 wasn't shy. Uh, she seriously asked for my phone number, and I didn't know if I was supposed to give it to her or not. I didn't care if she had it or not. Um, but we just kind of our relationship kind of took off from there. And and anytime I went over to the Jimmy Fund and she was over there, I, I stopped in and, and saw her. She always came down to, to spring training, and um, she was a special girl. And uh, I was just lucky to be, um, you know, friends with her and, and friends with her family. And, and um, uh, you know, I, I miss her. Um, and I think the only thing that, that's good about where she's at now is that she's she's not in any pain. She's cancer-free. But I know all of us down here wish she was still here. So, um, you know, that, that – that was a you know, a hard day when I found that out, and you know I, I can't even begin to imagine how how her family, how her friends feel. But um, you know we we love Maddie so much, and, and she meant so much to a lot of people. Don and Krista, is that consistent with the uh, Maddie that you knew asking for his phone oh, number? And, and, and I'm sure there are other absolutely. stories that you could tell us about her. I, I guess her. Uh, lack of being shy. Yeah. The first time she went to spring training, I asked her if she was excited. And she's like, Mom, I know nothing about baseball, um, which was really the truth. Um, and she, I think, first of all, she was born in Texas. And I think that's something she had in common with Brock right away. And she just, I think it was more of a friendship. It wasn't like he is a celebrity baseball player. It was really about getting to know him. And um, every time she would... I remember specifically when she was in the hospital, she had just had surgery. She was not even 12 hours out post-op. And um, I, all of a sudden, there was a knock on the door, and it was Brock. And he said, I heard my girl is here. And her face just lit up. I mean, she was so happy. And it was like a friend coming to see to see her. Um, and that's what you know made such a difference, I think, in Maddie's fight. Like, she had so many people that just loved her and really genuinely cared about her. And, Brock, when you joined the Red Sox, how quick was it until you realized how important the relationship is between the team and the Jimmy Fund? It was fairly quick. Um, yeah, I got traded over here during the offseason. Um, you know, that, that first year in spring training, um, you know, they bring the kids down you know, every year. And, and uh, you know, I, I kind of figured out that that was a, an important, important, you know, part of, of, you know, being on the Red Sox is, is being involved in the Jimmy Fund and, and and I was <clears throat> lucky enough the next year that they asked me to be, you know, a co-captain, and you know, it's an easy yes, um, just to be a part of the organization and, and um, spend time with 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 kid with the kids, the families. Um, it's it's a big part of um, it's been a big part of who I am now. Krista, as, as her nurse, tell me what it meant to Maddie to have somebody on her side and a friend like Brock Holt. It meant so much to her to know that he knew her personally and that he took the extra steps to go see her at the hospital that day. He didn't plan that. That wasn't something that was supposed to happen. He just was told by Lisa that Maddie was there and that she would love to see him. And it just improved her mood and her recovery from that particular surgery so much. It was so important. Don, how how are you doing right now? How are you doing? You just feel so much love. This is um You got this. 
amount of support that they give is overwhelming. And being back here today, it's just been a short time since Maddie passed, but you just feel so much love and so much connection. And I'm so grateful for that. That's why I'm here today. I tried to hold back the tears. It's all right. But it's, all right. Uh, it's, um, it's relationships. They're like your family. You actually spend more time. I spent more time with Krista um, than I did my own family for two years, nine months, and three days when Maddie was in treatment. Um, I'll never forget the last time Maddie was re-diagnosed three times. And on the last time, she had to start chemo. And Maddie was always, she was always tough. She never showed her emotion. Um, She was like, I got this. And that last time starting chemo, there was one tear, just like the one running down my face right now, um, that came down her cheek. And I remember Krista looking at her, and she kissed the top of her head. And you just don't do that, like, because um, it takes a special nurse and a special person. And um, I know truly I have made friendships and connections i'll never forget the first day when maddie started treatment we met a family at the children's hospital when she was getting scans and they said um they asked me you know if maddie had been diagnosed and their daughter actually had been diagnosed with osteosarcoma and um they said you're in good hands this is the best place you never want to be and um that's probably the best quote i heard while i was there and i certainly know krista has supported our family. There was times where I remember Maddie had a seizure and on a Wednesday I got a phone call from Krista, you know, how are you doing? And I'm like, it was the scariest thing watching your daughter go through that and, you know, knowing that they cared it was above and beyond her job. That's who you are. And Krista, for you, I mean, that they, they sort of become part of your family as well, sort of the, the same thing she was talking, Don was talking they about. They absolutely yeah. do. They absolutely do. It was heartbreaking, a heartbreaking loss for us. And Dawn's been such a trooper, and uh, she pulls me through. <laughs> but Maddie, uh, she had so much spirit and so much spunk, and she did everything her way. And if you didn't do it the way she wanted, she let you know. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah. She <laughs> was a fighter. Oh. Brock, you only got to go play a baseball game. I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is hard. Yeah, I mean, baseball's second to 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 everything else. I mean, um, we're fortunate to to be able to do what we we get to do, but um, this this kind of stuff right here is is, is what's important. I can't thank you guys enough for coming in here. Thank uh, you. We're going to take a few minutes and just hug and stuff. So I'm I'm going to break so I'm we can do that. that. <laughs> but Don, Krista, Brock, you guys, uh, you, you are an amazing woman. You really are. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.